0: I've been everywhere man, I've been everywhere man, across the deserts been man, of breathed a air, man, this
1: is of the Road Less Travelled, presented by Nicky Shade.
0: G'day everyone, welcome to this week's edition of the Road Less Travelled podcast, I just dropped my pen, it's Nikki back with you this week, a warm welcome to you if you're joining us for the very first time, welcome along, good to have you with us, and with school holidays and the Easter long weekend in amongst this particular episode, if you're out in the road. I hope you've got us podcasted back for uh, another episode this week. I don't even know what that means, podcasted. But uh, jump onto fatcatmedia. dot and that's where you can listen to all previous episodes of the Road Less Traveled podcast. If you're on a four hour trip. You can have about uh, six half-hour episodes to keep you and the kids entertained as you head to your destination. And if you are then there, make sure you're driving nice and safe because the roads are absolutely chaotic at this time of year. Everyone wanted to get to their destination. We just want everyone to do so in one piece. If you want to find out what we're up to, you can jump on to social media with Instagram and Facebook. On Instagram, it's the Road Less Travelled Podcast 2021, and on Facebook, it's the Road Less Travel Podcast Australia. That's where you can follow us. And for more more information on what we do, fatcatmedia.com.au. As always, you can drop me an SMS or you can give me a phone call if you want on 042-752-8467 or an email, fatcat at iinet.net.au. This week, we are talking about the Caravan and Camping Super Show that uh, both Jeff and myself headed to this past weekend. Man, was it a massive eye opener for us! So, we had the opportunity, we went to the Victorian Caravan and Camping Sh- Super Show over the weekend. It went for five days, I think, um, uh, from Wednesday through to Sunday. They had record crowds. Um, through the gates you actually had to book online. That was the only way that you could do ticket sales and they had record crowds. Jeff and I, and Jeff joins me with this particular chat. G'day Jeff
1: Hello, how are you going?
0: I am well, thank you. We went to the um super show and you and I were talking just before off air. There was a huge demographic, I mean there was young families there, sort of um teenagers as well, like the young guys that have obviously got their four wheel drives and into their camping as well. So you you know from eighteen to Twenty right through
1: to the Grey Nomads. So it was a mixed variety of people there, wasn't it? Definitely was. Uh, I did notice, as you said, the demographic uh, had changed. Normally with most of the shows we go to, you have the uh, senior to older generation,
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, the Grey Nomads, but there was quite a few young people there, uh, young guys, groups of four or five guys looking around at the pop-top uh, vans and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so they were... Getting right into it, and then there was the older couples, are so probably a little bit older than both yourself and myself, uh, and um, yeah, they were looking at caravans and family vans and that sort of stuff. Yeah, so it was um, it was a really really good show. I was quite impressed.
0: And there was a lot of people there. Like it was held at the Melbourne Showgrounds. If you've not been there before, for those those of you who are not familiar with it, it's one I think it's the biggest um, caravan and camping show in the Southern Hemisphere in Melbourne, it takes up the uh, Agricultural Society uh, showground. So it was massive. They even had a, a big display down on the lawn area. I think that must be where they do the equestrian and so forth when they have the show. And there there was, <clears throat> excuse me, there was a heap. I've just done a quick count in the, the program. There was over 90 caravan exhibitors there. So from your popular Jayco, Viscount, Millard, right through to all these different ones I'd never heard of before. And you and I were talking earlier, it, you you really spoilt for choice when it comes to caravans now, whether it's pop-top, the solid-type caravans, um, if you want, we saw some with timberless frames, there's just so many, so much variety.
1: Oh, definitely, and uh, it comes down to a choice of what strikes you and is going to be the best value for you, uh, and also, it's, <clears throat> as you said before off here as well, it comes down to like Almost like building a house, mm. you can customize your vans to any s- style that you want, uh, with bunks, without bunks, with ensuite, without ensuite, yeah. uh, washing machine, full-sized fridges, uh, uh, stuff that you can actually pick is endless, really.
0: And it comes down, oh, it comes down to, to budget. Some of them we looked at yesterday. You and I didn't even bother to go in. Some of them are one hundred and twenty thousand <laughs> dollars. Wonder if one time you get a house for that, but. Um, there's off-road, on-road, pop-top. There's sort of like the toy hauler variety. Um, there's ones where you can just live in. I actually didn't see any fifth-wheeler ones. Did you see any fifth-wheeler ones? No, here? I didn't no. see
1: any of them there.
0: Um, but so if you wanted to live um, you know, full-time, which a lot of people do now, they're deciding to do the, the big lap around Australia and just pack up and leave. We Actually, too, I digress a little bit. We saw in all these exhibitors, and some of them we just skipped after a while because it was getting too much, um, people were just sitting down with credit cards doing deals, weren't they?
1: Oh, exactly. And I I said to Nick, I said, uh, if we see a van that we like, what are we going to do? She said, well, it depends on what the deal is <laughs> and what they can do. And um, so we actually had a credit card ready as well, but it stayed in the pocket.
0: It did stay in the pocket, and there was finance available and all that sort of stuff too. But um, there was not one display that we went to that... Um, the salesmen weren't busy I mean that's obviously their bread and butter you'd be mad not to you know to walk around as a salesman with your hands in your pockets not caring but they were all flat out showing people around these caravans weren't they
1: oh definitely
0: yeah and we were looking like Jeff and I sort of we're in the market to to upgrade from Jenny Jaco Jenny Jaco was sort of um, uh, an introduction really to caravanning for us well, yes. Because she, because yes she still is we're still using her but now it's time to sort of um, we've had that adventure. And for me, I mean I've come from you know, all my life with caravans and camping, but for you, caravanning we've only got into for the last what, three years?
1: Yep, that's correct.
0: What are, what are your thoughts on caravanning? Because you and I we've done we've done lots of we've done camping, boo. We've done motels, not too bad, we've done hotels as well. Um and we've been looking for, around for a while, um, when we we're in Perth to buying a, a caravan. What are your thoughts on caravan?
1: Well I'm probably a little bit soft in the area where you could say, oh, we can use the amenities if we go to a a, a caravan place, you know, a, a caravan park. But for me, the biggest thing is uh, it has to have a shower and a toilet. Yeah. That's, that's the main thing. Uh, but if you're on site in a, a caravan park, obviously, if that's what you're going to be doing, then you don't need the uh, luxury of having a uh, toilet and a shower but for me if we're going to be going away and also if we're going to be stopping say for a week or two just camping as such caravanning that's something that is definitely a must for both of us I think.
0: Yeah because we've done the tent thing we were talking yesterday when when there wasn't very many tents there on display and you and I were ...watching some couples with families looking through these sort of four-man tents.
1: Yeah, exactly. And oh. we're was, was sitting down at this uh, little uh, outdoor table... ...but it was inside in the air conditioning because it was a bit hot yesterday. And um, we're sitting down and watching all these people coming. Oh, look at that tent, look at that tent. <laughs> and we both looked at each other and went been there done that that's something that we don't want to try again
0: it's all right when you're in your 20s and 30s but oh, when you get a little bit older you don't want to be starting to uh, bend down to get into bed once you get down on the ground level it's a long way to get up when you've got to exactly. go, go to the toilet
1: it's, it's really hard to get back up yes
0: <laughs> and also too with the caravan and camping show yesterday heap of people um a massive amount of caravans for sale you and i were talking as well so you know uh, and there was vans van companies I'd never heard of before. And my concern, I don't know if it's a concern, but my sort of, sort of a bit of an alarm bell it, up, if you do purchase a, a caravan that's not so much um, on the popular variety of your, your top manufacturers, you know, are you going to get that after-sales care? Are you going to be able to get that after-sales service as well? What happens three or four years down the track when you decide that, um, maybe it's time to trade that in, are, is it going to be worth the value? Because with, as we know with COVID, with every single thing with COVID at the moment, um, whether it's nuts and bolts from Bunnings or a house or a car, everything has gone up massively. Um, are, are these manufacturers who have popped up seamlessly overnight, are they going to be able to service the wider caravanning community and the people that are purchasing these vans? Oh,
1: exactly. I, uh, we, we sat down and we, we were talking about that as well. Do we stay with a, a JK? Do we stay yeah. uh, with like, like a, a Nova or uh, Starcraft or whatever? A Coder or whatever? Is, yeah, exactly. So, and the thing is, as you said, in five years' time, three five years' time, that's normally when people sort of think, okay, this van's a little bit too small. Uh, we've got the family now. Uh, we have to upgrade. Are you going to get the resale value? That's right. uh, are you still going to be able? Or if you're going to keep it. Are you going to be able to get the parts for it, mm. the trims, the handles, the lights? Because yep. everything is so different from model to model, so that's, it.
0: That's, we, that's
1: another concern.
0: Well, we know from Nan and Grandpa's caravan, which is, I think, a 1986 uh, Viscount Airlight, um, known as Karen Caravan, she, she's what we took when we first came over from WA, we took away for a while, trying to find bits and pieces for that um, was a little difficult. Um, but again, being a Viscount, being a well-known brand, there are you know you still can get those older, um, as you said, door catches, um, door locks. Well, I think we had yeah, to get struts and, struts and, and, the, and the,
1: all thing. that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's something to be mindful of as well. Yeah. So and, and we both had this conversation with each other, and and we'll probably go for a name brand as yeah. such. Yeah.
0: I believe so. I think that's the right thing to do. And you and I, we we, we went to the outdoor living show at uh, Caribbean Gardens probably say two months ago, a bit disappointed in that to be honest. It uh, didn't really s- strike us with much enthusiasm, again due to COVID a lot of manufacturers and businesses at that time uh, weren't able to have a stand there because they didn't have any stock. I was surprised the amount of stock, digressing from Caribbean Gardens show, I was surprised the amount of stock that was there yesterday at um, oh, yeah, it was, the showgrounds. It
1: was fairly chockers, you were uh, really spoiled. Yeah for the um, amount of vans that were there.
0: And as we said, it, it, it came at the end of the day. If you, if you were in the market, you had money in the bank ready to do the deal yesterday, and you weren't quite sure, or you went to this show to get some ideas, or let's go and have a look and make an informed decision, you and I even just browsing yesterday, we'd had enough. There was just so much, it was too much, there was information overload, wasn't it?
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, we had to sit down, have a coffee.
0: <laughs> Relax. <laughs>
1: have a hot dog gotta say the hot dogs were really nice hot
0: dogs were nice as yes. well um, but no it was it was good and I really recommend if you do have an opportunity to go to your local state um, they have them like Perth has a caravan and camping show Adelaide as well Sydney Brisbane um, go and do it but make sure that you do your research grab all your pamphlets don't be swayed to sign up there and then or even though having said that They do offer some fantastic packages at shows. So it does pay to do your research, grab all your research beforehand. We'll take a quick break here on the Road Less Travelled podcast. and We'll be back more with the Victorian Caravan and Camping Super Show. Back with more in just a moment. The Road Less Travelled podcast is a proudly Australian fiercely independent podcast. Hosted and produced by me, Nikki Shea, for Fat Cat Media. We receive no corporate payments, which means we rely on self sufficient financial support. If you can and are able to, we would love you to support us via Patreon. Listen to the Road Less Travelled podcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio.
1: You're listening to the Road Less Travelled podcast with Nikki Shea.
0: Welcome back to the show. Talking this week with Jeff about wrapping up what we saw at the Caravan and Camping Super Show, and also to a little bit about doing some research when it comes to maybe purchasing when you're thinking of purchasing a caravan, camper, or tent. A little bit more of that discussion. Here's Nikki and Jeff. And I guess too, when you're at caravan parks or camping grounds, have a chat to the people around you and get an idea. of, I've spoken to this, I've spoken to you guys about this before. You do get an idea of what other people have in their setups too, don't
1: you, Jess? Oh, definitely. Like the last time we were on holiday, um, I was just sitting down having a quiet beer, and, and um, this elderly couple well, I say elderly couple, probably about great nomads.
0: Nomad. Yeah,
1: same age as us <gasps> pulled up alongside, and I, I, I looked and I said, Oh, it's a nice van. And they were more than willing for me to come inside, have a look, uh, tell me what they've done. They had this is their third van. Uh, they've upgraded their vehicle to tow this van and they were more than willing and uh, they were proud of their van yeah. to, to show me what they've done and how they've actually changed a few things inside. Yeah. And um, you, you do get a few people that will sort of sit by themselves and won't interact and go, hi, how are you going? And that's about it. But a lot of the people are more than willing to, to sit down and treat the fact have a beer for you know, half half hour, 45 minutes, if not an hour, yeah. and talk about the vans and where they've been, where they're going and what their plans are.
0: And just little gadgets or knickknacks that they've done on their caravans. We've picked up heaps of ideas by just looking at what other people have, have got or even, as we said, by going to these caravan shows and wandering around in these caravans and you go, wow, that's a fantastic idea. Um, and something else to consider too is um, uh, when it comes to time to upgrade your caravan or your camper or whatever it might be just be aware when it comes to trading in these vehicles too i know a couple of places that are advertising on facebook marketplace and that um they're you know finance available trade-ins that they will not trade in they will not accept rather for trade-ins pop tops they will only um accept um full-size caravans and not pop tops So that's another thing to consider as well when you are looking at trading in or or uh, upgrading through perhaps a caravan dealer um, where again um, buyer beware when you are looking on places like fa- Facebook Marketplace or on um, Gumtree, because there are scams around um, too. I digress again. Back to the show. We had a look. We're in the market for um, looking at upgrading our, our fridge situation. We've got a 40-litre angle, which is doing the job all right, isn't it, Yes. for us at yes. the moment? But you got dazzled yesterday by having a look at the Evercool cool um, travel mate fridges that are Australian-made. And the reason that we are looking at, we will be upgrading not only Caravan, but we'll be upgrading four-wheel drive not too, in the not-too-distant future. We had to get a canopy for our 2011 Colorado because of the fact that we bought an Engel, and we thought at the time, which we didn't have a canopy, we thought this would be great, it will fit in the well body. And we had a <clears throat> excuse me, hard deck cover, and it didn't fit in the well body with the hard deck cover, did it, Jeff?
1: No, it didn't, Nick. It was, it was about 50 to 60 mil, uh, oh. too tall.
0: So we had it in the back seat on um, on a, a board on the back seat of the Colorado for a while. And Rocco, the Wonder Dog, um, he didn't like sharing his back seat. And in the end, we set, we decided that we you actually you wanted a canopy on the Colorado when we first got it. And I said, oh, no, we don't need one. It's been a godsend, actually, now to have a canopy oh, on it Oh, definitely.
1: Because we've got uh, the dual battery system in the yep. back. We've got the travel buddy as well. The
0: draw system.
1: Yeah, the draw system with yep. all the tools and recovery gear. Yeah. Um, got the little compressor as well so we just plug that into the dual battery so when we do go off-road we don't have to let the tires down we can actually um, pump them up instead of dragging the compressor (laughs) out plugging it in under the bonnet to the battery and that sort of stuff so everything is virtually just plug and play now.
0: It is. And so getting back to the angle, being a bit taller, and I'm speaking to other people that have um, got fridges, they've all gone for squatter-sized fridges, and there's Mike my, my Corman, there's what, the Dometic we saw. Yes. There's a heap of different varieties oh, now fridges yeah. too. And they've become much squatter in, what would you say, as I'm gesturing with my hands in height-wise.
1: But they've gone longer. They've
0: gone longer. So some of them are up to around 900 centimetres, just under a metre, I think, yes. in, in, yep. in, what's that, length? Length. Um, and we had a look at some yesterday and we thought, well, we're just going to hold off on getting a fridge until we get our caravan sorted because we thought no good buying a fridge like we did in a bit of, didn't we, got a bit yes. carried away with the angle um, and and not be able to fit it into a caravan because a lot of now these caravans have those little tunnel things where the little door comes down to yes. the side and you can see through to the other side and you can fit fridges in there and, and that. So we thought, well... We were going to buy yesterday, weren't we? Yes, we, we were. And we sat down, we had a coffee, and we thought, well, let's just hold off because we were spoilt for choice again. You could buy that fridge, that particular brand fridge, and it came with a trolley and a, uh, what else was there? A, a solar panel. solar panel, another one that uh, came with a vacuum to vacuum seal your food. Yes. Sound a bit poxy. So, yep. spoilt for choice again. But it got me thinking, like, I'm just having a look now. We've got some brochures. Like, you can do Bluetooth connectivity. With your fridge now. You can sit there and have an app on your phone and it directs the temperature of your fridge.
1: I don't know why, but it does sound good.
0: Does it? I'm all, I'm
1: all for technology, as long as you can run it. As long as then, I can run it. And show me, that's fine.
0: Well, even with our dual battery system, I've got an app on my phone that shows us what the life of the battery is and if it's charging and, and full charge. It's amazing, isn't it?
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah.
0: So the Travelmate, um, you like the uh, Evercool. Yes. Made in Australia. Yes, it is. And um, it's a, like a dual zone series um, capable fridge-freezer. You can have the ability to run your fridge to suit your needs. You can run it in the following configurations. You can have it just as um, a fridge. You can have it as fridge-freezer. You can have it as freezer or fridge. You can swap the compartment sizes around. Um, you can just have it as fridge or you can just have it as freezer.
1: Exactly. So if you wanted to, you could just have all your food in one. Yeah. And then your, all your drinks and that sort of stuff in your other fridge, because I don't really want to get rid of the Ingle, because yeah. it uh, hasn't let us down at all, and it's on a um, MSA slide in the back. Oh, that's awesome. You saw actually yeah. saw that in a caravan
0: park. Um, I did. Bob and Shirley had one, yes. and they said, check this
1: out, Jeff. Yeah. And they showed me, and I went, oh, okay, that's awesome, because we just had our Ingle uh, on the back seat, as Nick said before, and so you'd actually have to open the door, lift the lid up, then we put it in the back that's right yeah uh but we actually had to climb up into the back of the colorado oh
0: we had it on the slide you could slide out on the drawers o- on the drawer itself yeah, yeah. but i'm um, being i'm a little bit um i am only five foot height,
1: two height i compared. had to get on
0: a milk crate to get in and have a look and pack the pack the yeah
1: exactly so we could work still draw the fridge out yeah uh but now with the a- actual msa fridge slide and drop down apparatus it uh, comes down and just it just above the tailgate and uh, you can have the lid up do whatever you want to do push the handle back up and slide it back in which is uh, an absolute godsend
0: it is a godsend and the actual that msa slide we looked at um they had a display yesterday msa and because we got a the 45 litre angle or the 40 i think it's 39 litre angle we got the slide to actually fit the fridge so if we wanted now to get a bigger fridge that slide wouldn't be compatible with the bigger fridges. We'd have to get a bigger slide. Yes. Um, for one of these, like Evercool or Dometic or uh, MyCoolman or whatever you want. Getting back to this Evercool, I'm looking at the brochure now that you smuggled home, and the lid configuration is something that I like too. Now, this Evercool, actually, we didn't buy one. We're not affiliated with them at, at all. Um, the Travelmate, the configuration, I don't know how to describe, but you can actually, um, what would you say? take the lid out of the top. So it's on like a normal what you would say with your angle where you can lift it up and it's on a hinge. Yeah, it it
1: doesn't lift from the front. It lifts from the side. So it's got two handles. So if you have it on the left-hand side of your vehicle, which is the passenger side, you could uh, slide it out and then lift the lid up. So the lid would come from the left-hand side up, or from the right-hand side up. Yeah. It hinges on both sides. Bi
0: directional opening yep. lids. They're also completely removable, so you can access your fridge no matter where you set it up. Sorry yes. to Yeah, interrupt. exactly. So,
1: and then you can have the lid on there, or you just press both clips, well, handles for one uh, word, and then you just uh, lift the lid off, so you can actually get full access in there and take out the actual uh, food baskets and that.
0: Yeah, I was um, actually was quite um taken by that and the fact again that it's made in australia which is hardly anything now is made in australia uh the travel mate though excuse me is um anderson plug configuration on it wasn't it yes yeah
1: yeah and they have the the sizes of 43 51 62 80 and a 95 liter capacity and we were going to go for the 95 because we do like our food and drink so
0: well if you want to go away and you want to be, you know, you don't want to be relying on getting groceries all the time. And going to the shops, yeah. yeah. You, you know, you've got a week or two weeks worth of food in your in your fridge fridge freezer. Yes. So, yeah. Anyway, Jeff, thanks very much for popping down and having a chat about it. I just wanted to get your take on it from a uh, someone from the outside that's coming in, sort of relatively um, fresh faced into caravanning and, and camping, and sort of your opinion on what the show was. And um, Hopefully we get to, not too far away, get ourselves a update, the old Colorado to something a little bit more snazzier and um, a bit bigger caravan and deck ourselves out ready to hit the road, perhaps, who knows, maybe full-time uh, when you retire down the track.
1: Hopefully that soon too. <laughs>
0: thank,
1: <laughs> thank you for the vote of confidence too, <laughs> all,
0: Nick. Or we get a tax lotto win.
1: Exactly. Tax lotto, here we come.
0: Hey, Jeff, thanks so much.
1: No worries. Thank you for having me.
0: So if you were able to head to the Caravan and Camping Super Show, what were your thoughts on the uh, whole event? As I said, it went from Wednesday right through to Sunday. Record crowds uh, through the gates on all of those days. And um, there was just so much information that blew our brains out, as you can hear from our discussion, about the amount of caravans, campers, um, camper trailers that are available on the market. Um, I counted, as I said, about 86 to over, I think it was over 90 um, van manufacturers who were represented there, and uh, just unbelievable. And I guess purchasing a camper trailer or a caravan, it can be really confusing. There is really a lot to consider when you're looking at what to buy, whether it's on-road, off-road, big, medium, small, caravan, a motorhome, camper trailer, and the list goes on. Then you have to take into consideration your vehicle's towing capacities as well, and that too is caravan weight capacities and what you plan to do on your travelling journeys prior to making your purchase. There are also legal requirements around the weight capacity of your towing vehicle, your caravan, and your RV, and these um, it's, make sure that you check those. When purchasing a camper trailer or a caravan, you need to give careful um, thought to your vehicle's towing capabilities. Your caravan weight capacities too, when you plan to do your travelling, what you plan to do your travelling uh, prior to making your purchase. There's plenty of guides available. I think as uh, episode 2 or 3 of the Roadless Travel Podcast where we went into it in greater detail. Um, the Caravan Industry Association of Victoria has developed a checklist which you can find on their YouTube page as well as a guide to assist you in making some of those big decisions. And there's also a lot of things combined. This is one of the fundamentals of caravanning. It includes your GMV, which is your gross vehicle mass. It's the maximum weight of your fully loaded motor vehicle. This includes your luggage too, you, the kids and the dog. There's so much to consider and it's really important that you familiarise yourself with those weights as getting the weights right will make your toes set up safe and legal. The relevant information can be found on the caravan's vehicle plate. And also on your tow vehicles handbook. For more information, go to the Caravan um, Industry Association of Victoria. You can just do a search. I might even put the link up on our show notes as well. Plenty of tips, but um, it's really important that you consider all these things before going ahead and jumping out and buying a caravan. Um, And this, put my tongue back in. We've also done a bit of a guide to preparing for your caravan trip. Have a look through the previous episodes of the Road Less Travel podcast. We've done guides to caravanning and and camping and things to checking um, your caravan during or before a trip um <clears throat> excuse me it's really crucial that you give careful consideration to your tow vehicle and caravan when traveling in all situations inside and out um, because loads change they can move around as you travel couplings and change can become loose as well so make sure that you um do you do due, due diligence as jeff likes to say That's just about all we've got time for on this week's show. But before we go, this week I took the dog to the vet to have um, his regular yearly checkup and to get all his vaccinations. And I was talking to the vet about the um, tick paralysis that's been going around that's moving its way from uh, Northern Territory down through South Australia. The vet said to me, get onto a product, and we are in no way affiliated with this. It's called Simp." Simparica, S-I-M-P-A-R-I-C-A, and it stops uh, fleas and ticks, mange and mites, and it will also help with this uh, paralysis tick, it actually says it kills paralysis ticks, protects for one month, just a little chew that the dog has, and um, the the vet basically said sort of what kind of travelling do you do, and explain the situation. The vet was saying that um, due to the recent floods in New South Wales, Queensland and some parts of Victoria, it is now worth really considering um, mosquito-borne infections in dogs. So like the Japanese encephalitis and Ross River and other things that we humans get, dogs and cats are also susceptible to that as well. So make sure that you do... Um, went out with pooch, make sure that you get some really good insect repellent that protects not only yourself but get some that protects the dog and the cat as well makes uh, a huge difference in uh, treating these kind of things that i didn 't even have any idea that it was something that um, was a- applicable to um, to dogs and cats but uh, the encephalitis ross river virus ross river fever as well. so make sure that your pooch and your cat is protected when you 're on the road and um, make sure that they get their um, yearly vaccinations to make sure keep your vaccination record with you because some places, caravan parks, um, camping grounds, ask to see them as part of your entrance in trying to camp in particular locations. We had that in New South Wales, so just make sure you carry your dog's vaccination or your cat's vaccination or your pet's vaccination with you when you're travelling. That's it for this week's edition of the Roadless Travel Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed Jeff popping in to say day and his thoughts on the caravan and camping super show that we attended. As I said, it I can't it. actually blew our mind. We had to sit down and have a coffee and go, man, oh, man, it was just information overload. If you went, tell us how you did. Did you buy a caravan or a camper? We came back with some goodies as well, just some little things from uh, some of the stores that were selling some good little collapsible um, dog bowls and other little bits and pieces. My name's Nikki Shea. You've been listening to the Road Less Travelled podcast and I hope to see you somewhere out there soon on the Road Less Travelled. Talk to you next week. Bye for now. I've
1: been everywhere. Thanks for listening. The Road Less Travelled is presented by Nikki Shea and produced by Fat Cat Media.